From home repair to remodeling, this is making your home great. It didn't take more than a second or two after I turned the microphone off to realize, oh yeah, also on the show today, Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. Craig, how are you? Craig the Floor Guy is here. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm so glad you're Third person Craig is in the room. Yeah, he's, he's, he joins us by way of Zoom. Also in studio is Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. How you doing, Joel? Good afternoon. How are you Good. doing today? Good. we got to start with Craig because I forgot him before. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to do that. That's quite all right. Craig, how are things on your end? How's the uh, flooring work? It's busy. Yeah? It's busy. We've been working on a lot of new exciting things, so we've we've stayed busy working hard for our customers. And it's not all <coughs> like price point. It's not all by, um, by nickel and dime um putting things on sale i mean you're you're investigating better products for us all the time yeah the the leading edge products in the industry will be found at american dream flooring and tile and the most qualified professionals to see your projects through as well i can i can endorse your your team and say that, that when you guys finished and it, and it was real quick it was a one-day job. When you guys were finished, there wasn't anything for us to complain about. And my wife and I like complaining. <laughs> you know, ordinarily we like to, you know, rattle somebody's cage when a project's done. We didn't have anything to complain about. Uh, so what did you put down on our floor? What was that, luxury vinyl uh, tile or plank? You got ceramic bead finished luxury vinyl plank. We need an acronym wow. for that. That's a C B F L V T P. What I have, what I have, if I understand it correctly, I have crushed up ceramic cups that are in my in my tile. <laughs> Correct. Is that wrong? <laughs> I mean, that's sort of the way I think of it. If you imagine a, a a pulverized ceramic into a powder that's that's melted into the urethane wear layer on there um, just adds extra life and a lot, a lot more resistant to wear and yeah. scuffing from normal household structural uh, integrity. It's a good product. Yeah. Yeah. The, the St- poodles, poodles haven't been able to scratch it and they're full size poodles. They're big dogs, you know, big healthy yeah, no, dogs. And yeah. they have not Dog, dogs and, and sliding furniture around. And even if you got a little rock on your shoe, it's not going to do any damage to that floor. Literally happened to me the other day. I went and made the mistake of sliding something across the living room floor, even yes. though it was only about two inches. And of course it gou- gouged a you know hole in my wood floors. I'm sitting there looking at it like, mm. at some point I'm getting all this stuff pulled up. And I'm going to have that luxury vinyl plank put in because mm-hmm. my dogs are large. I've got mastiffs. Yeah, I've got a, a Belgian Malinois, and these dogs are running through the house, and it just it can cause so much damage to your floors. You don't even think about it till you look down. All right, now Craig, here's the question: Should he actually pull up the uh, hardwood, or can he can he just put this flooring luxury vinyl plank on top? Yeah, I mean it's possible. It there would be some site evaluation that would need to be done to assess the integrity of the hardwood floor and the subfloor underneath it, and if uh, it passes muster, yeah, it is possible to lay over that with the properly specified flooring product. Okay, 
All right. I, I, I say that because a lot of people, you know, that you live, you live your life for the kids in some cases mm-hmm. or for the dogs, right? I can't have an easily destroyed floor. Now, when I retire, when I get, you know, older and it's just my wife and I and no puppy dogs and no grandkids, eh, maybe I could have a hardwood floor. Well, you know, it's different if you have a, a chihuahua or a Yorkie running around the house. But once the dog gets over 25, 30 pounds, I mean, you, you've seen these dogs can run and cut very quickly. They get what they call the zoomies mm-hmm. in the house, and, and it can it can cause a lot of damage, unfortunately. All right, Craig, talk to me about the American Dream Waterproof Flooring Super Sale. Ooh. Yeah, all of our waterproof flooring products are on sale, and we have marked prices down to 2020 prices. So we have lifetime waterproof flooring starting at $249 a square foot. Um, Competitors, big box stores for that same product are in the $3 a square foot range, Um, and and it goes up to... You know, however, however, uh, you, you, whatever quality you want, we have it. We got a lot of new exciting products we've brought in. Uh, we have Pergo now. Uh, we're featuring Pergo LVP and Pergo waterproof wood laminates. Um, we've got exotic looks, wide, long plank looks. Um, I mean, we can make your, for, for a few bucks a square foot, we can make your floor look like a, a $12 a square foot luxury hardwood floor. I I was impressed about my options Mm -hmm. in terms of what I want it to look like. If I had to pay for wood to be down on my floor and to look like what I've got, it would be out of my price range. Seriously, be out of my price range. My wife could pick from, I don't know, half a dozen different gray colors Mm -hmm. to match the mood. And it's not just the colors. It's, you know, the texture, the grain. Yeah. Do you want a, a board this wide or this wide? You want one this wide? Okay, well, here's 35 colors with 11 different types of grain. Mm-hmm. There's just so many options. You want to make sure, obviously, you get the right one the first go. If you have a pool, you might want to consider a phone call to Craig. <laughs> I, yeah, I got family members with a pool and hardwood. Mm-hmm. And that's the worst combination of, uh, at all. You know, Brock was talking about dogs, and so one of uh, it, it brought back a memory of a customer we had who had um, a very large Rottweiler that was very excited to greet anyone at the front door. So mm-hmm. anytime the doorbell would ring or the mailman would step up on the porch to drop mail into the mailbox, the dog would run to the door full speed. Yep. And, and hit, hit his brakes, brakes about mm-hmm. six feet from the door and, and slide into the door. And when I walked into this man's house, the area in front of his door yeah. was de- demolished. And he had an expensive hardwood floor. Yep. I mean, this was probably a billion-dollar home. Yeah, there are people that will give up their floors for their dog. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Right? So Absolutely. if you get if you want a wood look... You know, and you go with a luxury vinyl plank, and you get the color you want with the grain you want. Yeah. I mean, it looks like wood, right. but it's not going to get torn up. It's waterproof. You can spill every drink in the house on it, wipe it right up. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. All right. He's Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. We'll pick up this conversation in just a little bit. Also with us is Joel Worsham of Comfort First. How you doing, sir? Good. How are you doing? 
We should make the point that Comfort First Heating and Cooling is your full-service HVAC company. That's that right. We can call you guys for electrical uh, plumbing also. Yes. Plumbing. And most importantly, call us about generators. And, yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're qualified to talk about generators. So tell me a generator story. I, I, I lost power last night. Mm-hmm. Last night, the storms were amazing yep. Right, my house. When when this happens, do you get phone calls the next day from people saying, you know, maybe I ought to invest? Well, uh, we will get those probably tomorrow, Monday morning when we come into the office yeah. for sure. We did have a pretty good front come through. Uh, we were fortunate the wind wasn't as uh, high as they were talking. They were It was you know supposed to be, I think, above 50. I don't even think we had a gust above 50. Okay. Um, so, yeah, you know, we're, we're getting to the time of the year where the, you know, the, ch- the change of season and we're going to get those spring storms. And we've seen in the past from, you know, Charlotte all the way to Raleigh, we usually have that little four o'clock, you know, storm come up and we have some tornado warnings, possibly tornadoes touching down and, yeah. and it may hit just a small community, but it affects a lot of people in those surrounding areas, not just in that small community. And so, uh, generators are uh, one of the most popular items right now that is not just in North Carolina, but in, in nationwide. Um, that is a, a, an investment into peace of mind that more and more homeowners are starting to see that it's not a project that they can't, uh, you know, afford. They, you know, that's not out of their hands as far as uh, pricing. Uh, they're very reasonable. Uh, it helps out with their uh, family being safe and uh, sustaining themselves during a power outage and being comfortable. And then also the benefit of it is that they, they do get some help with their, their homeowner's insurance for, for having a standby generator on their home. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a smart investment to do. I think I've got $1,000 worth of uh, stuff in the freezer. Most of it's ice cream. Yeah, um, but but the whole idea, you know, That's the whole idea. I'm not. I don't have to worry. I know people who've lost power in the garage. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just a a flicker. It was you know the 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 electrical went out in the garage and they lost all their venison. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. right. Or they they lost a thousand dollars worth of steaks that were in the garage and they didn't lose power in the house, so they didn't know it. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know? But that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I mean, you're protecting your food. You're protecting your your living situation. Should the power go out long term? Yeah, obviously, groceries are really, really expensive right now. Um, and I don't know if, uh, that I'm aware of that homeowners insurance is going to pay to restock that gr- that freezer, right? Oh, right. Um, and 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 if you have a stand up freezer like I have at my house, or you're you're going to have at least a thousand dollars, maybe two thousand dollars, if that thing is fully stocked, full of groceries, meats, and yeah. so forth. So, um, but the biggest thing that we like about it is more and more houses now have dehumidifiers. They have some type of crawl space uh, environmental product that's maintaining it for for uh, moisture. Yeah. People don't think about that because that's in the crawl space. That's out of sight, out of mind. And when you're in a, a a power outage and you don't have the proper drainage because the sump pump's not working, you're probably actually doing twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of damage to your home, possibly if that does not come back online when it needs to. And so, uh, a generator will help you with that. And Brock's Brock's area, the crawl space, you're, you he could have he can have a sub pump. Yes, that absolutely. That water. And, I, you know, I know 
mean to point this out to you, but we had a lot of rain last night, at least on my hound. Mm-hmm. Yes, home. we did. We, we, you know, the time when the lights are going out or when things are flickering is exactly the time you want the sub pump to be working and the dehue to be working underneath the house. Yes, uh, you definitely do. And we got a few of those phone calls. We had a couple of customers that lost power. And unfortunately, now these are customers that we installed interior sump pumps and basins for. And they reached out and they said, well, the crawl space has a bunch of water in it. I said, well, do you guys have power? No. (laughs) Okay. Well, the the pump's not running right now. Once you guys get power, that thing will kick on and start pumping a lot of that water out. That's right. Uh, but, you know, what happens if they didn't look? Or what mm-hmm. happens if that pump is a GFI? So mm-hmm. even when the power comes back on, you have to go down there and manually trip it back on. That's right. So same with the dehumidifier. If that's been tripped off, it's not just about getting your power back. You want to make sure that the GFI has been re-tripped and is, is still kicking back on and, right. and running the dehu. So it can cause a lot of issues. All right. So if you've got a question either for Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile or Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, uh, or Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier, I'll be happy to offer you up a uh, $25 gift certificate uh, for a uh, High Park Bar and Grill, Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Call us right now, 919-860-9783, making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling in studio. Also, Craig the Floor Guy from the American Dream Flooring and Tile. And Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier on WPTF. Making your home great. Call us up with a question at 860-9783. It's the easiest thing in the world. It doesn't have to be a detailed uh, question. Uh, for either one of the folks or any one of the folks here in the studio, Joel Worsham or Craig the Floor Guy or for Brock Emmons, making your home great on for two hours today, uh, Rhonda Benvy Plummer on hour two of making your home great. Craig the Floor Guy, how you doing today? All right. Good. Talk to me uh, about uh, carpet. I what wish kinda... we, uh, I'll tell you this, I wish we would have got the rain that uh, here where I am, yeah. that you guys got in Raleigh because I bet it washed a lot of pollen away. Yeah, well, the poll- luckily the pollen isn't really thick yet, but you know, I I walked out this morning and I had my uh, what that little grill outside that's already got a little fine layer of yellow powder on brand it. New? So I, yeah, uh, not brand new. No, we've had this <laughs> one a few years. Uh, no, but mean, you the can pollen. the pollen is brand new. Oh, yeah. yeah, here any minute, you're it's gonna be light snowfall. It'll be absolutely covering everything. Yeah, it's weird to see stuff start blooming in late February, early March. Yep. Well, this is this is you know, I I'm thinking of putting things in the garden right about now. Are you? I yeah. But you not, but you hear Jeff in the background no, telling you, be careful. Yeah, We're gonna have another freeze any minute. I, you know, uh, I'm gonna put in sunflower seeds. With the grandkids. Okay. I, I could do that. I've done that on April 1st, and I don't think we're getting any frost between now and April, you know, a month from now. Well, you hope not. Uh, but, you know, that's what I remember every year Jeff says, don't plant your, your tomatoes yeah. until a certain time because we're yeah. going to have that 
that middle of the March freeze that comes out of nowhere every year. Well, we're supposed to be cold for the next three weeks, and yeah. we're going to get down in the 30s. Yeah. So, uh, so we do have coming. this cold front's going to stay with us through the month of March. Now, Joel and I have a peculiar uh, situation that we've been dealing with over yeah. the last week. Yeah, who's yeah. that? Joel, you had a customer you're doing a uh, whole house uh, generator for. Yes. You reached out to me with a question. What was uh, what did you run into over at that property? Well, I went by to do a site evaluation with the customer. And, uh, of course, I'm walking through the house, checking out the mechanical gas line and electrical systems. And the whole time I'm there, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, just coming in from outside. I, I'm getting the odor that I'm smelling. And, um, you know... You don't want to be rude or say anything to the customers <laughs> like, what stinks in here? Is this a body odor? Yeah, or, so, or, uh, you know, we're walking around, and I'm with I'm with the, the, the homeowner's wife, the, you know, the, the, and she, and we're talking, and I asked her, I said, um, have y'all noticed anything? You know, how long have y'all lived here? Oh, we've only lived here three, six months. Right, very quickly. Very soon, and I said, have y'all noticed anything? She said, well, yeah, we keep smelling gas. <gasps> and no. I thought. That's not gas. You know, I said, well, let's let's walk around and look at it. And so I went down to the basement, finished basement, and uh, we walked into the mechanical room yeah. where the HVAC equipment is, the gas line coming in. And she's like, there's, there's like a constant gas odor, and we think it's propane. And I said, no. Um, she said, we've had it checked, though. We've had our HVAC guys out here, and we've looked at it, and they say everything is good. And I said, yeah, it's not, it's not a gas smell. And she said, what do you think it is? And I'm a stay-in-your-lane guy. I'm not one of these guys that's going to sit there and give you answers if I don't know 100% know the answer yeah. to the question. And I said, I have no idea, but it smells like uh, maybe a sewage or something. Who knows? I said, but, uh, you know, you might want to get that checked into. I, you know, so a month went by, and we're talking. You know, it takes us a little while to get permits and get everything scheduled. And I was doing the show with Brock, and, and I said, Brock, I've got a customer. Can you kind of just walk by there, check it out, see where this smell is going on? And uh, Brock calls me this week, and I'm going to let him take it from here, what they found. Yeah, it was an interesting one. So as, as Joel had mentioned, the customer has a finished basement. Okay, now I sent out my number one, Charlie. Charlie's yeah. been working with me for many, many years. He's a journeyman, and if he can't find it, it probably is not there. Yeah, okay. So Charlie did his due diligence, and he went around the property, and what we – figured out was although the basement is finished apparently they covered up another crawl space a crawl space which is unventilated and they sealed the access to yeah uh we can only imagine how bad it has gotten in that space the problem is in order to get into that space we're going to have to get an engineer's letter and bring out a mason to cut through the, the cinder block wall to get access to a previously covered up area. Mm-hmm. And this is where this is the area in which this smell is coming from. So they, they bricked it up. They bricked it up. Well, and, and actually after talking with the homeowner, the homeowner was able to track down the builder. And this house was built many, many years ago, and yeah. he had to, you know, jog the builder's memory. But the builder said, oh, no, that's all slab. And we said, no, 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 it's not. There's a there's an area here that clearly does not have slab underneath it unless it's a seven-foot-thick slab. <laughs> yeah. There's no way. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, even the builder w- was, was caught off guard by it. So 
this is going to turn into a uh, multi-company event. We're yeah. going to have to bring in several contractors to gain access and then remediate any damage that has been caused to that area. So we, it's tough for the homeowner. He didn't know this. And the obviously. thing about it is you don't uh, – when you walk up into a home and you see a lot of uh, fans – running that are pumping fresh air into the basement yeah, uh yeah. they're pumping fresh air into the drain system and you're you're you instantly are getting that that pungent smell in your in your face yeah um you know first thing you're worried about is oh my god there's got to be some mold here somewhere. oh yes but you know i asked the homeowner and and she's like yeah i mean you know, it's just me and my granddaughter here and we don't even go downstairs because we can't we don't like it and yeah and i'm i'm just you know i'm scared for them uh, worried because I know that they're getting ready to take on a task that who knows where it can go. But I'm sitting there saying, how did they sell this house? How did they sell that house with that? I mean, because it was like that when they bought it, I believe. I tell you what, this is one of the reasons we've said on the show before. Um, look, I've, I've worked with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of home inspectors over the years, and some of these guys are very good. Yeah. But there's so much knowledge that yeah. you have to have across the board. I mean, you have a, a plumbing background, right? I have an electrical and plumbing L- background. Electrical and back, uh, plumbing background, yeah. right? So that's a field that takes a career yeah. to learn everything sure. about it. Yeah. And we're expecting home inspectors to know that about plumbing, electrical, framing, HVAC, yeah. uh, masonry work, drainage. drainage. Yeah. It's just not possible unless right. this inspector is 130 years <laughs> old and has been doing this for 80 years. Right, right. So a lot of these guys miss stuff, and this clearly was missed by probably multiple inspectors. Okay, this house, this isn't the first time this house has been sold. That's right. So I, I, I'm on the edge of my seat. You've got to let us know if you find Jimmy Hoffa or Al Capone. Al Capone. Yes. We are eager to find out yeah, where yes. this. We're going to be there Monday <laughs> installing the generator. Our project, our project date starts to starts on Monday. We'll be there for two to three days, maybe four. Um, I've already got this. This homeowner is very, very grateful for what we've done. All right, we'll pick up on this story and you know answer your questions here with Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. FM ninety eight five AM six eighty WPTF making your home great with Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Joel Worsham. Of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and second hour, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. So we're in the middle of a story, but we're going to stop for a moment because we're going to talk about this this potential mold, uh, smelly situation in somebody's house. But I want to move on to happier things. Um, <laughs> Craig, Craig, can you tell me a story about a bathroom or kitchen remodel? That you've done recently, because I gotta admit, when your company name is American Dream Flooring and Tile, you're not the first person I'm thinking of for bathroom bathroom remodeling. Yeah, absolutely. We can do kitchen and bathroom as well. Uh, custom tile showers. Um, we use a 100% waterproof, lifetime warranted shower system known as the Schluter Shower System. Oh, um, the Schluter. Oh, the Schluter. Love you, know, the you know, yeah. in the shower uh, thing, there are a lot of anti-Schluter people, and then there are pro-Schluter people. I'm pro-Schluter. You go ahead and tell me why the Schluter is better. Well, it's a complete 
waterproof system. Um, the old way of doing it involved a lot of porous products, uh, uh, sand-based cements and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And those things break down over time. And also, if you have structural movement in your home, which almost all of the homes in the Raleigh area that are, you know, pier and beam homes, they're going to have some structural movement throughout the year. Yeah. That, that causes cracking. Um, the cracking allows for moisture seepage and leaking, which allows for mold growth. I had a customer in the showroom just the other day, and, and she was asking, how do I keep my shower clean? Um, you know, it's constantly mildew and mold. And I, I told her, well, part of that could be your water quality. You might want to have a plumber take a look at your hot water heater. Probably an older heater needs to be flushed or even replaced. But I said, also, um, the technology of your shower is broken down and more than likely you need to rip it out and replace it. But the Schluter system um, basically is 100% waterproof components, the the floor, the walls, the the curb that you step over into the shower, um, which you, you don't have to do a curb. We can do a, a what's called a zero entrance handicap style shower, but yeah, it's just a, it's just a better way to do it. And it, it lasts forever. It allows your house to expand and contract throughout the seasons without causing the substrate that the tile is attached to, to fail. You know, I bought a house that's um, two and a half years old and it's got two bathtubs. And I got to admit, the more I tell people that, <laughs> the less sense it makes. Mm-hmm. That if you're like myself and my wife, you know, maybe one tub for the grandkids is a good thing. The other one, the second bathroom, the smaller one, is you should have had just a walk-in tub. Yeah. Is that a project that's a one-day thing, getting rid of the existing tub and putting in a walk-in shower? Uh, not not for us. Um, we use uh, more integral components when yeah. we do bathrooms. There's companies out there that claim they can do it in one day. Yeah, um, I want that. I, I wouldn't let them do it in my house if they said they could do it in one day. Yeah, I want to um, see the final photos of a one-day bathroom remodel. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to find a few things yeah. that got missed. Yeah. What we do is more customized. Um, you know, I had a customer the other day wanted to just have towel or uh, she wanted to have hand grab bars installed yes. in her shower. Older yes. customer wanted something to grab and hang on to. And I explained to her, I said, well, ma'am, for us to properly do that, I've got to install bracing behind your wall. Right. I said, it's possible we may hit a, a stud with a screw here or there. I said, but the correct way to do it is for us to install bracing you know, structural bracing and, and then install your, your bars. Cause I've seen, I've seen showers where they do it, you know, after an afterthought and it ends up getting ripped out of the wall right. in weeks. Right. And now they've got a whole bigger problem, but there's, you know, there's folks out there that'll do it. They'll come out there and screw it into your tile. And the first time you fall and you grab a hold of it to catch yourself, uh, you, you, you fall on the ground and you take that grab bar with you. Unfortunately, I've seen it several times. And the mm-hmm. suction cups are not an option. <laughs> well, they're an option. They're an option. It's barely it's adequate it's to hold your little poof. Yeah. <laughs> if you weigh more than 100 pounds, it's probably not going to work very well. I, I have I have three suction cups around the shower stall uh-huh. for me. And, and I have had situations where I've had to put full weight on the suction cup. That's yeah. not enough. No. I've got, I've got suction cups on the, what, the, uh, the curtain. 
Yeah. I can't even keep that stuck to the wall. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I'm not going to not going to trust it yeah. to hold my body weight. That's right. Okay. All right. So you'll do it. You'll do a bathroom remodel, also a kitchen remodel, and you mentioned the showroom, Craig. We were yeah. able to look at cabinet colors and cabinet designs in your showroom. Yeah, so our project manager, John, he can actually walk you through all of the components you need, show you examples of them in our showroom. We can get a 3D draft made for you where you can actually see what everything is going to look like in your kitchen. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of a lot of really, really nice, inexpensive upgrades you can do that are make, make your kitchen a lot more functional. Um, you know, like a deeper cabinet over the, the refrigerator, you know? Yeah. A lot of t- I've I've gone into I don't know how many houses where the homeowners don't even know what's in that cabinet up there. <laughs> They're like, you know what? I haven't looked in that cabinet in 15 years. I couldn't tell you what's up there. I was like, well, how about if we made that 24 or 24 inches deep? Yeah. And brought it out to where you could actually, you know, reach the the handle and make it usable. Right. You know, just little things like that. Trash can pullouts and little pullout spice racks and pull out shelves and you know a lot of inexpensive things um that that really really make your i mean if you i've been using a a common phrase lately like don't don't regret it love it you know Ah. we can help people love their floors love their kitchens and love their bathrooms um and make sure it's done right we can do it with no interest financing um and, and not regret trying to do something that was an afterthought that in a lot of a lot of times it's just a waste of money. It's an expense that people incur. And then within a year, they regret it because it's broken. It doesn't work. And now they're back to redoing it the proper way. Well, to tell you the story uh, that you worked on my house twice, I came in and did some flooring. We liked it. And we said, yeah, let's expand it to a, to another room. And the beauty of it is that you guys were able to take out carpet and mend it to the edge, you know, the threshold to the hallway where I could keep carpet in my in my bedroom. And then eventually we decided, no, let's get rid of the carpet in the bedroom. Let's go with it with the vinyl plank. Yeah, At and- each step, it was professionally done because your Ooh. carpet... And flooring people. So remembering your daughter's house. Yeah. You know, they had an issue where someone had put flooring over flooring over flooring. Yes. Mm. And and what it had done was it had raised the height of the floor in their bathroom so high that the toilet could no longer properly seal. So the toilet had been leaking into the subfloor, which wasn't noticeable until it had basically structurally failed. You know, right. and we had to go in and take up multiple layers of floor, repair the subfloor. Um, you know what I mean? And yeah, you got the, they kept cutting the door jams. So you end up getting these big gaps at your door jams where they just keep putting layer on layer on layer. And it's just not the right way to do it. But there's yep. people, there's folks out there that will do it, but not America's Flooring and Tile. We'll do it right. Well, it, when it you might- pick up, when you pick up the floor or the, the phone, Craig, you don't know whether you're calling a plumber or a flooring person in at that point. Yep. And unfortunately, that is one of the most common um, 
components that we find in a crawl space that has severe damage. You know, a lot of people don't understand that if the, the toilet is not properly sealed, a lot of the time that water is not going to go out into the bathroom. That's going to soak through the subfloor and start yeah. dripping down into the crawl space. Yeah. So, you know, when we're, my guys are down there and we remove the insulation and then you just uncover this horrible rot that's covered in black mold right under a plumbing pipe. Yes. I'm like, well, toilet needs a new uh, wax ring on it. Toilet isn't sealed properly. And that's yeah. a very expensive repair. We were in the middle of a story, which I'm going to put a pause on. I'm still going to delay you because, you know, people are hanging on for the resolution of this story about the crawl space that's closed up but we'll talk about that in a little bit joel worsham of comfort first heating and cooling the generator guy yes we should make the point these are not rope pull generators yeah correct these are automatic start automatic transfer generators uh they fuel off of natural gas or propane um and a lot of customers say well i don't even know if we have what gas source we have we will come out we will look at the property. Uh, we'll determine what your fuel source is as far as if it's propane or natural. Um, <clears throat> and then we'll determine what size of generator you, you will need for what you're asking for. And then we will give you an option to see if you want one more step or yeah. you want the whole home or do you want that air condition, this is what you can do. Um it's a, it's a it's it's sitting down listening to what the customer wants and then putting those things together and then giving that customer some options to to see how they can move forward. Um, you know, we also do our best to help the customer. I mean, one of the hardest things you can do is have a customer say, "Well, I want a generator, but I don't have gas out here." Yeah. And I am in Middlesex. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. in Fuquay. I'm in wherever, you know, out in the county somewhere. Um we can help them do you know do the search to help find propane. That's mm-hmm. going to be a, a a project amongst amongst itself to find a propane vendor that has tanks available and that is willing to, uh, yeah. able to install a, a tank for that generator in a timely fashion. So there's a lot of things that is part of the process. You're going to have to have your power disconnected. You're going to have to have permits and inspections, yeah. zoning. All that gets walked through with us, and and it's a turnkey project. I'm picking up the phone exactly one time, Joel. Mm -hmm. I'm calling you. From there on in, you're dealing with it. Yes. Yes, I I will. There's certain things I cannot access, like the power company. I have to. That's a conversation that both of us have to be together because of security issues on your account. All right. Uh, And then obviously, I'm we're going to have that conversation together with the with the gas company. Again, that's a security issue because I cannot access that account. But we lead you through that path. Okay. You know, we're not one of those uh, I, I, prime example like we had the last time was a company that goes out and installs a generator and the homeowner didn't even know who was doing the gas line because the gas line was done by a subcontractor vendor. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then that was going to be scheduled another day. And then he had no idea how that was even going to be installed. And I asked him, my, my question to him was, because he called us about a gas situation, wanting yeah. us to come do the gas. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you bought a generator. They're pricing the gas, but you have to find your subcontractor, and they've already got that price figured in their quote. Yeah. I, I don't understand that. That doesn't make sense. It you, would be a red flag for me. You yep. get cleanup calls from other companies. Well, yeah, we um we do. There's generators are 
a lot of homeowners do you know i got a buddy that is an electrician he can install it <laughs> right. i can buy it from i can buy it from a box store a lot cheaper and and have it installed yeah sure okay the the electrical i can tell you right now what exactly we're going to have dollar for dollar in every installation and it's it's not that much yeah. i can promise you we're not making that much on them so if somebody is undercutting you by 30 percent you think maybe they're not a hundred percent uh good at what they're doing well i would definitely say are they doing apples to apples ah are they doing the same project bless you yeah. are we doing everything are they doing everything that we're doing for you because yeah. i guarantee you they're they're not you know, and if you start adding everything together uh, we're probably going to come out on top as far as the the guarantees the warranties and and the and the total turnkey project i was going to say isn't there a certification if you want to uh, install like for example uh, the generators that you guys install aren't you a certified installer Yes, we're not only a certified, we're a certified sales dealer, certified service dealer, certified warranty processing dealer. So what that means is you have different levels, okay? Some people don't want to do service. They just want to install them, right? So then Uh, some companies don't want to install them. They just want the service contracts, the maintenance agreements, the the warranty calls. You know what I mean? Uh, We, and there's different levels of certification that you have to go through for that, per that manufacturer to to be accommodating for that customer. Uh, matter of fact, I'm I'm leaving in a month. Yeah. Uh, taking some guys with me, and we're going to uh, to Wisconsin, and we're going to update our certification. We have to go to school every year for this stuff. Yes. That's so, why it's a red flag if you have somebody coming in and they're subbing out different parts of the job. Yeah. You start to question whether or not they're certified to do the work in the first place. I just want to party with you guys. I want to be in that place. You're going to Wisconsin? Yeah, I love it. I you wanted to go. I wanted to go in February. What? Yeah, I wanted to go when it was really, really cold. February in Wisconsin. Yeah, I yeah. wanted to go when it was cold because we don't get it here. So going for it up there for five days is just enough to kind of satisfy that. That's like that's like six feet deep snow. That's that's yeah, a different yeah. kind of. We're cold. going way up there too. We're going past Green Bay, so golly, right on Lake Michigan. That's so where they do the certifications. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course they do. Why not Antarctica? We'll just. I just think of I just think of the parties that are going on with the HVAC people, the generator people in yeah. Wisconsin. All getting together in Wisconsin. Yeah, all together. All right, I like it. Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, Craig the Floor Guy, American Dream Flooring and Tile, making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. With Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, and Brock Emmons of Triangle Radiant Barrier. All right, guys, we were were halfway through a story about a crawl space. Mm -hmm. Joel says, I'm not going to tell a customer that smells like mold. (laughs) He's not going to tell them that because... He's a stay-in-your-lane kind of guy. Well, I'm not a mold expert. You're not a mold expert. And mold, the word mold is terrifying. Yes. And there's a lot of uh, sales techniques that are out there that is the fear. Right. You get this, Brock? You hear this from people? I do. And so I'm I'm an honest, upfront guy as far as with integrity. 
I want to get a professional out there that is in that field that can speak to that customer with the wisdom of what needs to be done and the expertise of what's there. All right. So to to quickly go through, we've got a homeowner with a crawl space that has been closed up right. for decades. I would assume at least a decade. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how old the addition was yeah. on on the back of the house, but there's a few variables. There's a porch that was installed, a pool that was installed. Oh yeah. Um, so we're not really sure how long it's been it's been walled over. However, the the stench that's coming out of that space uh, would indicate that it is going to be absolutely infested with mold. You know. Unfortunately, when it was built, they didn't put in vents, so it's an unventilated space yeah. that was then walled over. Uh, so it's going to be pretty bad. Um, I can only assume how bad it's going to be once we get down there. We need to inspect the subfloor. You know, <laughs> Craig right. can speak to the damage that is is caused to subfloors and structural supports. So it, it's right now it's a waiting game. Once a mason gets out and gets this hole put in. Unfortunately, I did have to explain to the customer it is it is mold. Yeah, and they asked, well, "You hadn't seen it yet. How do you know?" And I said, "It's it's mold." You know, Brock, but, is there not an interior wall maybe where you can cut through some drywall to to access it? So the interior wall is actually a basement wall, and it's not drywall. That is cinder block. So, cinder block. Gotcha. It's cinder block foundation. So yeah. that's that's why we they got to bring out an engineer. What's above the space? Ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> with with uh, it, it's probably a. Nine and a half foot, ten foot ceiling in some places, cathedral style. I mean, it's a huge basement. Yeah. And uh, there's a couple walls that are cinder block, which absolutely just baffled me yeah. in the middle of the basement. Why? The, it, and it's a home, uh, inner, what do you call it? Movie theater type right. thing that's right. in yeah. that room. Yeah. So you can't pull the floor back and go through the floor or eat. Uh, that is an interesting take. So That's above the kit. The kitchen's above it. Theoretically, yes. You'd have to pull up the floors in the kitchen, remove the subfloor, and then yes. drop yourself down into that space. Mm-hmm. Um, dollar for what, dollar, I don't know which one would be cheaper. An engineer's what kind letter. What floor do they have in the kitchen? Tile. Yeah. Ceramic tile. Uh, you got to replace mm. it. Big, looks like two foot wide ceramic oh, tile. Oh, the big stuff. Yeah. Yeah, large, so large format. Yeah, end up it's causing a, a damage. Home. No yeah. matter what way yeah. we go about it, we're we're gonna have to yeah. cut through something to get in there. All right, this this emphasizes for everybody listening to this story, and even if you caught only a part of the story, honestly, I have in my house, and you have maybe in your house, hired a handyman mm. to do something. Mm-hmm. Right, I I need you to do this thing. Right. I hired a handyman once to replace a light fixture. Oops. And after <laughs> after seeing <laughs> Yeah, after seeing it, no kidding spark like arcing like crazy. <laughs> like we arc. decided maybe an electrician would be the correct person to hire. If you can hire somebody to do your flooring, you could hire a handyman or you could hire Craig the floor guy. Craig, talk me into hiring Craig the floor guy. Well, so with my team, it's pretty simple. We don't want anybody calling when I'm live on the air complaining yeah. about their floor. Oh, yeah. So you're going to be assured if you hire American Dream Flooring and Tile, it's going to be done correctly. It's that simple. 
Very well said. Yeah, People ask me that all the time, and I'm like, you know, when you're on the radio, you you, you kind of have to do it correctly because if you don't, your listeners are going to hear about Amen. it. Amen. Amen. Yeah, I mean, we're we're licensed, insured, bonded. We're industry trained, certified by the largest manufacturers in the country. Um, we have a team, a customer service team. We have a quality assurance process of oversight and documentation. I yeah. mean, we're not just a guy in a van showing up to put it in so he can, you know, get a check and go on down the road to the next one. It, it's a serious project for us every single time, whether we're replacing a few water damage boards at a back door or right. we're doing a complete renovation. If your flooring guy shows up on the site and it's clear that yesterday he was doing painting and drywall, <laughs> right? And you can tell it's impossible. Apparently, these guys don't have any change of clothing. If they got drywall and, and paint on them, maybe it's a different, maybe you should call a different guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah very few guys out there that, that are a master at many crafts. I mean, the, the gentleman I sent out, Charlie, is, but, you know, those kind yeah. of guys are very expensive. Yeah. Charlie is very expensive, uh, but he's worth every penny. Those those guys are hard to find. All right. American Dream Flooring and Tile website is Ameri American. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. AmericanDreamFloor.com. And how should we call you? I mean, you know. Um, if, if you're local, you can call 919-213-8068. If you want to call our toll-free number, it's 877-6-FLOORS. And um, if you're looking for pollen-proof carpet, let us know. Pollen-proof? Interesting. What, how does it? How does that work? Does it kill the – I mean – Call eight seven seven six floors to find out more. <laughs> Pollen. We're gonna leave the leave the show on a hanger. Pollen free carpet. All right, Joel Worsham, Comfort First Heating and Cooling, sir. You can reach us at www.yourcomfortfirst.com. Uh, you can also call nine one nine seven 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 one seven seven seven, or you can also call one eight hundred two seven nine four eight. Two, two. And I'll tell you what, we got about a minute to open up a can of worms. Mm -hmm. Are you, uh, Joel, are you guys certified and, and you have you have to go to, through training? You've talked about you going to a place in Wisconsin, but you're, you have to be certified, don't you? Yeah, we're a certified dealer for sales, installation, service, and warranty processes. Um, and also, we carry a certain certification where um gosh i don't know how many licenses we have as a company but it's a bunch i i, I carry the my electrical license uh gas license mechanical plumbing uh every job is six guarantees plus 10-year parts 10-year labor warranty and right. right now if you call us today you and you get a generator from us you get your first two maintenances included with your installation craig deflooring people have to have certifications um, it depends on the state and it depends on the county. All right. But in, in some yes and in some no. All right. We'll talk more about that in a future show. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680 WPTF. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great is on starting at 1 o'clock every Saturday afternoon on WPTF. We bring people who are outstanding in their fields. 
And Rhonda Benvy Plummer is joining us. How you doing, Rhonda? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Good to hear from you. I didn't hear you very well, so I'm going to ask uh, my uh, board operator to make sure that her microphone's uh, up. Um, Rhonda, talk to me about the fellow you brought in here. So this is Brent, uh, Brent Burns, and he is, help me, Rhonda Interiors. Yes. Construction manager. Because I think of, I think of your, maybe I think of your company with just the minutia. I think about, (laughs) because you'll take anything from, you know, Rhonda, I'm not sure what uh, color to paint my walls. Right. Or, you know, I got this lamp I really like, but uh, I'd like to you to decorate my home around that. Right. I do that, too. You do that. Yeah. So I'm what you call a full-service interior designer. I think um, when you've done it as long as I have, which yeah. is, you know, 28 years, you evolve. You know, you start to do, there's some designers that might just stick with just designing. Yeah. And then some evolve into other things. So I've kind and evolved into everything. So you learn, you know, like when you, when you build a house from the ground up as part of an interior designer, right, then you, you start learning things. You learn things from the subs and, and you, you, you just grow. And so I do a lot of remodels. So that's why I have Brent. Yeah. So. I do the designing part of it. Just say you want to, you know, do your kitchen, right? Yes. Um, I go in, I look at the kitchen. Well, maybe it would be better to, you know, maybe the sink needs to go over here and we yeah. need to move the stove here and just kind of rearrange a little bit, right? Then I come up with the design. I, I've got all the products, right. you know, the cabinets and the countertops and the plumbing and light fixtures and all that. And Brent... And my other subs, like if we need an electrician or a plumber or whatever, right. makes that come into real life. Brent, I'm, I'm thinking of you as the guy with the 20-pound hammer. Yes. <laughs> are you are you the fellow who's going to actually take down the wall? Yeah, I do. I, my crew and I do all the work, yes. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're talking about uh, interior design with uh, Rhonda Benvy Plumber of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. And open door furniture and accents. I want to talk just briefly about open door furniture and accents. I assume that I can buy furniture from you. Absolutely. Yeah. So prior, you know, like January of 2020, yeah, is you know I had a furniture store. You know, so you could come in ah. even if you didn't want a designer, right? And you know, come in and buy furniture, whatever you wanted to do. Um, I decided to just build my design center on my property. Instead of having a storefront. Sure. So I still have all the furniture lines. And I have a warehouse where it gets delivered to. I have delivery crew that delivers to your home. Yeah. So I still have all the furniture that anybody would ever need. And if you don't want to hire a designer, you can come into my design center. And my design assistant can help you find what you need. And are people contacting you when they're building homes? Or is it mostly remodels? Well, both. It depends on what the person's looking for. So usually if somebody's building a home from scratch, you know, they've got yeah. a contractor or a builder, you know, it's doing that. And what they're looking for at that point is uh, a designer to help them. You know, maybe they don't have the plans completely finalized yet, yes. which is the time that you really do need to bring in a designer. Yeah. So don't wait until your plans are finalized to bring in that designer because 
when you get a builder and an architect yeah. and a designer together, you're really going to come up with the best plan because we're all looking at those plans with different eyes. You know, a builder is looking at, you know, what's probably most cost effective. How is it going to sit on the plot? How is it going to work? What's yeah. the foundation uh, angle going to be? An architect is looking at, like, how good does this look from the outside? Mm-hmm. Is it structurally sound? A designer is looking to see, hmm, is that furniture going to work in that room with the windows there right. or the door at that area? Is that the best layout for that bathroom? I think maybe we could get a little bit bigger shower if we turn it around this way. You know, so we're looking at it all different ways. So when you get those three minds together, yeah, you're going to get a really good product. So if that person is building a house from the ground up, they need to go ahead and they know they want a designer. And that's the time to call us because we can help with those final plans and then see it to fruition. So that means helping them pick out everything that needs to be picked out from that for that house down to the door hinge, you know, because you got to pick those two. You know, right. I have to admit that I it was a revelation for me when I walked into my neighbor's house. We bought a house a couple of years ago, moved in, then, you know, eventually got invited over to the neighbor's house. It's the same house, but rearranged. Right. Same flooring, same wall color, right. same cabinet, same hardware. Man, that what a revelation to me because I thought I had a unique house. So you must have bought in one of those neighborhoods that's kind of more track neighborhoods. That sure. Certain plans. That's all I can afford. That's all I can afford. They're five floor plans. <laughs> you you either got the, the island in the middle of the kitchen or you got the appliances against the wall. Right. 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 So, I mean, unfortunately or fortunately, because you can look at it two different ways, that's you know, what's going on, you know, not everybody can afford, you know, to go out and buy the land around here and to build a custom builder. So, you know, track builders definitely have their, their place in our community. Um, But that's what you kind of give up is that creative flair. When, when I have a client that has that, I usually say, you know, some of the things, let's just pick, build a grade and change it afterwards. Yeah. Instead of paying the track builder that, crazy fee that they charge to do an upgrade you know so let's just do build a grade lighting let's just you know things that are easy to change when you move in um to make the house a little bit more unique into you you know you can do that by changing the lighting just even the knobs on the cabinets can make a big difference you know so you know just trying to make it a little bit your own yeah can can be a huge thing. Well, and and we just picking up on a conversation we had last hour. I called Craig the floor guy in. Right. As soon as I figured out everybody else in the neighborhood had the same darn floor, <laughs> I said, "Well, this is I got to get a flooring person, right? right? I got we got to do do something so that my house will look different." Right. I had a client one time who did not like any of the LVP choices that yeah. the builder had. Yeah. You know, so we just put in. You know, the cheapest thing. I, I think they even let them put carpet everywhere. You're in so, it. So we put carpet everywhere, and as soon as they closed, we ripped it out and put it in the LVP. Really? Mm-hmm. Got what they wanted. You know, so it for the builder to do that right. and a track home is outrageous Have what they want to charge to do that. So it was just a, more cost-effective for them to do it after the fact. And it wasn't a very attractive floor to begin with. No. 
Mine wasn't. Right. Anyway. All right. Yeah. We're talking with Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors and Brent Burns, her construction manager. Talk, talk to me about a, a project you've done. Oh, we've done yeah, some good please. ones, haven't we, Which Brent? One? You yeah, know, like I mean, what? it's um. So I think one of the ones that we just did in Durham was really good. Um, this one was, I mean, it's incredible. Actually, I think we were all just like oohing and on over it by the time we got through. Yeah, but it was very chopped up. They had like this really huge dining room and a little bitty kitchen next to each other. Yeah. And, you know, I, so I went in, took all the measurements, and did my 3D drawings of it to show what we could do to it. Yes. So by just knocking down the wall in between that kitchen and that dining room gave them a kitchen of anybody's dream. Isn't that right, Brent? Did it not turn out fabulous? It did. It turned out beautiful. And right. you made that sound awful simple by just knocking down the <laughs> wall. But there was a big beam that went in there. There was a big beam that they had to, you know, put in to make sure that it was structurally sound. Right. And it was a really big beam. How big was that beam? It was 24 foot long. Yeah, 24 foot. Wow. So they were able to do that. And and we came up with a kitchen that just looked fantastic. A huge island that holds like eight people. It's an L-shaped island. Yeah. Um, Brent did a lot of uh, custom work there, custom built-in window seat for the tables, a fireplace, a fireplace wood treatment that was just absolutely stunning. Yeah. You know, so that was a really good one. And, um, and then we did another uh, kitchen not too long ago in a community in North Raleigh that, um, you know, it's a townhome. But they're really nice townhomes on Nor- in Northridge, yeah. you know, that are just a great neighborhood that people are starting to redo them. And they've just kept up their value. Yes. And it was like. You know, the skinny, narrow, you know, think kitchen, right? Yeah. So that was another one. And that one was a little trickier because we weren't able to just do a beam to take out a wall. We It still had to have columns. So I wasn't able to completely do the design of the whole kitchen yeah. until, you know, the structural engineer was tells us exactly where those beams had to go. Right, and so we actually had to tear out before I could even finish the design of the kitchen in order to be able to place the beams. So when we did that, I made the beams part of the island, yeah. you know, so that you know it looked so purposeful, didn't it, at yep. the end? But boy, did it really open up that space! Um, now she's got a kitchen that's you know twice the size, and we ended up doing the bathroom. And he did this great thing. They had under the stairs in this house, they had. This little bitty water heater. They had put the water heaters up underneath the stairs yeah. in the powder room. In and the this, Harry Potter room. It was it was incredible. I mean, yeah. it was like a little bitty water heater for this three-bedroom you know, house, right? And so we were able to move the hot water heaters under the house. She added yeah. an extra hot water heater. And Brent did this storage drawers up underneath the stairs there. So it was like yes. drawers. So it gave her a lot of extra storage. Um, in in the stairs so it was really that was really cool too so that's that's the value that we can bring is brent's a master carpenter so Mm -hmm. he can make anything we've done bars up underneath stairs that he's custom built um he i mean just you name it you you can visualize it he can build it all right we're talking with Rhonda benvy Plummer of help me Rhonda interiors and brent burns the construction manager and we are talking about 
design. If you've got a question for Rhonda, call me up right now, 919-860-9783. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF, making your home great. Rhonda Benvy Plummer and Brent Burns from Help Me Run the Interiors and Open Door Furniture and Accents. Rhonda, we talk about colors for walls. I've I've invented a new color. Oh, nice. I saw it. I saw it just the other day. And, you know, we talked about agreeable gray seems to be everywhere. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a similar color called gray poupon. <laughs> it's not. It's not the right. It's not a gray color. It's an orange, sort of yellow, like a mustard. Yes. Yes. It's like a mustard. It's gray poupon. Gray poupon. All right. So, you talked about accent walls, mm-hmm. and I, you know, I'm interested in this idea of an accent wall because everything in my house is exactly from the same can of paint. Right. Accent walls can add a lot of personality to a space. Yeah. But not every wall is meant to be an accent wall. So really, it's it's like I have to see the space in order to tell you. All right, we got a space here, even from pictures. Am am I am I right that the wall behind you would be a good accent wall? Because it's it would not. No, because it's not an accent wall. That's the good accent wall. In other words, you walk into the room, and bam, it's right there in your eyes. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it will not visually make the room feel smaller. So you know. Think about a, a rectangle room, yes. right? If you have yes. a rectangle room, you know, the walls that are on the long end, you know, so where it's like a bowling alley. Yes. Think of yes, a bowling yes. alley where the pins would be of a I bowling understand. alley, yes. right? That way. Those are good accent walls because they're going to visually bring those walls in to make that room not feel so long and skinny. Okay. Does that make sense? So yeah, the bowling alley is still going to look long and skinny no matter what we do. Right, exactly. But, but, you know, in a in a room, it does really help. You want to pick a smaller wall is what you're trying to Not tell me. Not really. No? It, it, depends on, it depends on the layout of the room. It really does. And so some people get accent walls so wrong. I'm sure you've run across that too, Brent, because Brent does – you know, a lot of the woodworking on walls that are accent, not just painting a wall, yes. but, you know, doing all the different things that you can do with wood. We we did a stairway not too long ago that was absolutely gorgeous. We did the wood feature going all the way up, you know, the stairway, because what else do you do with the stairway that, you know, is going yeah. up, you got these tall ceilings, artwork doesn't look good half the time yeah, because right. of the angles. And, you know, so what do you do? A wood treatment on a stairway is the way to go. And so... Brent, you've probably had clients to ask you, right, where, where would be a good accent wall? So you you know where one is and where one is not, right? Yeah, I always ask Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I did. Nice didn't get any explanation. All right, so it's, it's a wall that you visually see when you walk into the place. It's not the wall behind you or to the left and to the right. It, it, probably not. It's probably, probably not. not. So it is, it's about, it's, in design, it's called balance. Yeah, yeah. And so, 
you know, a, a good like a good accent wall in a living room is usually the fireplace wall if you have a fireplace, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you don't want to compete with that fireplace wall by putting an accent wall somewhere else in that room, because uh, it would be out of balance because yes. the weight of a fireplace room is already heavier, right? Toward, toward the you fireplace. Know, so you don't want to compete with that fireplace so an accent wall is is meant to be like the wow feature in the room with no other competition but it can't get so heavy that it outdoes the rest of the room either so it's a fine line between yeah which ones you can do some rooms it's just not good to do an accent wall in it, it just isn't it, it'll make the room all off kilter and it's usually because you know of window placement or door placement or something like that in the room so what do you think about the fact that my house is the same color, literally from the same can of paint in every room? Is that wrong? It depends. You know, if it's an open floor plan, I, I'm definitely for like, you know, when you walk into a space and you can see one room into another room into another room, it being yeah. kind of the same color. Yeah. Because it makes the space kind of feel bigger. That's where accent walls really help is like breaking that up a little bit but you know bring some color into like a powder room or bring some color you know, or wallpaper even or bring you know into a bedroom you know bring some color but in an open space i really do like all one color because i think it makes it feel oh my line is i don't like a crayon box yeah, you know where you yeah. walk in and every walls or every room's a different color that breaks up a space it makes it feel smaller my neighbor once painted her bathroom in a sort of a chocolatey kind of color. Mm -hmm. It was wrong. <laughs> it was just litter. And I can't, there's absolutely no way I can, on the radio, explain to you why. Yeah, I understand. That was the wrong color. Right, exactly. Okay. I understand. Uh -huh. But what would be a good color for a powder room? Well, let's just say you have agreeable gray. Right yeah, in your yeah, house. Yeah, Let's I use do. your house for example. And I know because of many of you know few years of doing this with you that your wife loves pillows. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so, in your house, do you have an accent color that's prominent in your house? You know, and I'm not talking about on the walls. I'm talking about maybe in pillows or a rug or you know artwork, you know, or something like that that she wants to bring in that particular color. Maybe it's blue. Maybe it's yellow. Maybe it's Coral, maybe see, see, this is the thing. We're in a rut. Her accent color is black. Well, black is gray. Black and white. She likes the, um, I know there's a technical term for it, these black plaid things mm -hmm. where it either appears to be black or white or gray, uh -huh. depending on the way the plaid comes it's together. Plaid, uh -huh. And... That's our accent. Well, let me tell you, that's not a bad thing. And no, I'm, I'm, no. I'm going to tell you why. My whole house is black and green. Everything I matches. even have black walls. Good for I mean, you. seriously. Really? I do. I have black accent walls. So black is a good, in, you know, basis. Because if you think about it, what doesn't go with it? I don't know. Uh, if you think no, about, no. You can put gray or green or anything. blue or sure. Exactly. Like if you have a black suit or the woman has a black dress on, there's yes. not one color in yes. the whole spectrum that doesn't look good with it. So it makes it very interchangeable. That's why I did my house that way. The guts of my house are black and gray. My yeah. cabinets in my kitchen are black. Yeah. You know, so I can bring in any color I want. I like to change things. You know, so... 
you know, I can change my artwork and it still look good with the guts without having to change everything in my house, right? So that being said, let's just say, you know, your wife at Easter, you know, maybe she likes to bring in, you know, some Easter pillows that have all the pastel colors. It's sure. still going to look good. Yeah. She brings in Christmas pillows. It's okay. still going to look good. You know, it doesn't matter. But if you had, answer your question about the powder room. Yes. If you had a particular accent color that you had in your house and everything else is neutral. Yes. Then let's just say you had the agreeable gray. Yeah. And then you had a navy sofa. And then you had some, you know, green and yellow pillows with that navy. Then maybe you want to do a navy paint okay. color in your powder room. Just bringing in your color your one little color that you have going throughout your house into that space. We'll pick up with Melissa and Raleigh in just a moment. This is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander, Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, and Brent Burns, uh, construction manager at Help Me Rhonda Interiors, is here in studio. And Melissa in Raleigh, welcome to the program. How are you today? Hi, Dave. How are you? Oh, good, good. Should I say who this is? You certainly can. All right. This is my wife. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Heard a lot about you. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the deal. I'm listening to the show. Yeah. And I'm just sitting here shaking my head like. What are you talking about? <laughs> so we have a, we do the buffalo plaid uh-huh. for our curtains and stuff. But yes. Access, David, what color is the chairs in the living room? The stairs? Chairs. The, the chairs. Chairs in the living room. He doesn't even know. He doesn't know. <laughs> we got a blue chair, one blue chair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The other ones are blue also. <laughs> yeah. So we bring in blue in our living room, just like what you were talking about. Right. And we have like a beige couch. So we don't do blacks and grays and white. We have a prominent blue All right, what, in our living what room. What color are the curtains? What color are the curtains in the bedroom? The curtains in the in the living room, they're blue. Really? And the bedrooms <laughs> are a buffalo plaid. We might, um, Dave, you know, a lot of men are colorblind. That's a fact. <laughs> Yeah, he might be a little colorblind. I I don't understand. So there are other colors in our house? Why have I not perceived them to be there? I just want to know if you're coming home to my house every night. (laughs) All right. Am I wrong about the color scheme in the house in that, for instance, the bedroom, which I spend a lot of time in, so I think I'm confident in this, it's agreeable gray on the wall, and then either black or gray or cream uh, elsewise. So, so it's it's the buffalo plaid. Buffalo Rob, plaid. That's the plaid that I was mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. But the but the colors, Rhonda, uh, you're right. The color is one color throughout the entire house, mm-hmm. and it's not an agreeable gray. It's no. more like a beige gray gray. and it depends on what room you're in the lighting to tell like sometimes it looks beige sometimes it looks that's probably accessible beige accessible beige is that your name that's that color yeah yes and it literally changes colors depending on it really does Mm -hmm. and what you have in your room 
so it's a perfect color to have because when you walk in your house, it really looks like it all comes together. It doesn't, you're not having different colors kind of darking out at you. Right. Um, but anyways, I totally agree with you. I don't think rooms should be different colors when you have an open floor plan. Oh, no. I mean, it just chops up the space. It, it kind of defeats the purpose of an open floor plan. Right. Yeah, that's right. what it does. But I just had to just come in, just peek in a little bit and let you know that we do have some colors. <laughs> I am very much a farm style um, decor, you know, right. decorator, but that's the kind of stuff I like. But I do bring in color. Which is right, very no. popular around here. The farmhouse style is popular. I mean, it's like, you know, all different levels of it. You've got, like, more of the country farmhouse, oh, yeah. and then you got the modern yeah. farmhouse. Like, my house is modern farmhouse. Yeah. You know, like, I have very straight lines. You know, wood features yeah. are here and there, yeah. and it's not... Very clean cut. Very yep. clean cut. That's a that's a yeah. modern farmhouse kind we of style. Ha- we have a co- combination of antiques next to uh what i would call um gosh what a hobby lobby hobby lobby country (laughs) right Mm -hmm. sometimes you can buy an antique my wife has an oil can right which she's using as a water as like a flower pot say she's creative she's very creative Mm -hmm. but it's next to thing that's a Real antique next to pictures of antiques. That's okay. You bring you bring the things in. I go to a lot of homes yeah. where, you know, people have certain antiques, you know, that was great grandma's, yeah. and we yeah. just got to make them work, and we make them work, you know? I mean... And you know those, and you know those 13 pillows that David talked yeah. about? On yes, the yes. <laughs> okay, it is, that, it is true. But I bring in different colors, and that's just, that's just the way it is. Right. But I mean, every woman likes pillows. Yeah. If yeah. if a woman doesn't have pillows, it's because her her husband has or her significant other whatever is fussed about them so badly. We've had to dwindle them down. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know we have different bedtimes, and sometimes at like eight thirty nine o'clock, I'm like, Melissa, can you help me take the pillows off the bed because I'm going to get exhausted <laughs> in the yeah, middle. All right, true. Melissa. I'm thank you. Nice meeting you, Melissa. Thank you. Yes, have a great afternoon. You too. You too. All right. Before we go to Jackie in Durham, I just wanna I just wanna tell you something. Farmhouse style. We have a picture, like a you know, a, a, a artwork picture. Artwork. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a barn, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. With a with next to the barn is a windmill. Right. Then we have from Hobby Lobby the same windmill and metal metal yes i've seen it <laughs> it's like you can look at the picture there's the windmill and, and they're painted exactly the same way uh-huh, uh-huh. is the hobby lobby windmill right right all right jackie and durham help me out here jackie welcome to the program you are on with Rhonda benby plumber and brent burns of help me Rhonda interiors hey jackie I've been listening to y'all. I love you so. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Have an exterior paint color. Okay, Jackie, you're going to speak right up and tell me about your exterior paint color question. <laughs> okay. So ten years ago, I we painted our house a sand dollar, a really light color. We have an older house in Durham, mm-hmm. and it's way too light, and it's showing all the terrible stuff. So my husband's wanting to go with a blue color. Mm-hmm. So we went to Sherwin Williams and. Um, 
Needlepoint Blue was maybe a choice. We were looking for just something to go darker to hide all this stuff. Do you have any thoughts on Needlepoint Blue for a exterior paint color? I don't know if I'm familiar with Needle. I thought I knew all the colors on Sher- Sherwin Williams. What is um? Have you got the strip it's, with you? Like what's above it or below it? Um, it's called um, America's Heritage Exterior Paint Colors, uh-huh. and um, it's Needlepoint Navy. It's paired with a classic light buff, new colonial yellow, and antiquarian brown. So um, there is a picture of it, but it's, you know it's not a navy blue, so it's kind of a in-between blue. I mean, I don't see a lot of blue colors in the pamphlets we got. Right. So what do you, what do you think about blue house? So uh, we just pulled it up. It looks like it's more of like um, on on our phone. It looks like it's more of like a little bit deeper Williamsburg blue. Like, like um, it looks like on here too. It may have just a tad of green in it. Does it? Um, a tad maybe. Yeah. It looks like it would be pretty. What the deal with picking paint colors is, you can look at those paint colors all day long. But lighting is really going to affect the way it looks. You know, does your house face north, south, east, west? You know, all of that is going to affect it. Um, you know, color, obviously the darker the color, you well, first of all, you need to get really, 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 really good paint. What, what's that paint, Brent, that you should get for outside? Uh, duration. Duration. The duration by Sherwin-Williams is really the best, you know, for outside. So you always want to get a really, really good one. And just be aware, you know, that the darker you go on a house, the more, you know, it's going to show its wear and tear, you know, with the sun and stuff beating on it. So, but it is pretty, you know, a dark, a darker house is really, you know, nice looking. It depends on the style. Like, what is the style of your house? Um, old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I like that. Yeah, just old. All right. So does it have, is it a ranch? Is it, you know, like mission ranch, style or? Ranch with a detached garage single level right small 1400 square foot and then a, and then a garage so it's like a ranch is it like a 19 like 70s or something ranch yeah yeah yeah, that, yeah okay and yeah. so uh and it's siding on it no brick it's it's wood it's all wood siding okay um yeah it's wood siding and the, the other one we looked at it was called sea serpent blue and so we've just put the colors up and it's pretty pretty dark compared to the other one right well anything when you put it up another thing you got to think about too is when you put a color i don't care if it's inside outside or whatever when you put a color up against a really light color like a dark color up against a lighter color when you get it on the whole thing where it's not up against that lighter color it's going to look about a half a shade lighter when it goes all the way up so um the sea serpent looks a little bit more blue to me than the other one by looking at yeah. it on my phone. And it it's does a look a darker little bit darker. Color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it looks a yeah. little darker as well. And then as a trim, you know, my husband was wanting to go with a bright white, but they were suggesting a little, you know, a tiny bit, a little more of a buff white or something. Is there anything that's in stock? I love pure white. Sherman Williams pure white. Pure white. Okay. It's really nice. It's It's not stark white, but it's not yellowed either <laughs> you know right, so it's right. just a really good warm white pure whites i probably use that more than anything it's my favorite okay because uh, it still appears white 
but with darker colors or warmer colors, it warms up as well. It's not it's okay. not cool. Um, that sea serpent color, do you see that? Like if the whole house is in it, you think it's going to look a tiny bit lighter than it does? We had driven around and seen some houses. They had a beautiful darker color, but it wasn't a navy color. Right. But um, we're just wanting to go darker. Are, are you like eight-foot ceiling type house? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard. <laughs> when you're picking paint colors, there's a lot of factors that I look at, you know, on the outside. I look at your roof color. I look at your trim. I look at, you know, if you have any brick or anything on the house, you know, to make sure that it's all cohesive. You never want right. your house to look choppy on the outside with paint colors. So this is what I'm going to recommend, whether it's me or anybody else. I would love to come out and give you a consult. It, it just, It's one hour. It'll be the best money that you ever spent because you're going to spend a lot of money to get your house painted. Mm-hmm. Right. And it really does make a difference. I'll go to clients' houses sometimes, and they've probably spent $200 on paint samples, and I picked the color, and, you know, I was cheaper than that. You, you know what I mean? Okay. So it's yeah. it's worth every penny, and I will do that. If all you want is a paint consult, I will definitely do that for you. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, Jackie, hold on, because we're going to give you a $25 gift certificate to High Park Bar and Grill, the place for lunch and dinner with food and drink specials, fried chicken, prime rib, $6 burger on Fridays, indoor and outdoor seating available. Please don't tell my wife that I'm not giving her the coupon. (laughs) 625 East Whitaker Mill Road in Raleigh. Jackie, hang on. Um, See, this is the thing. Among all the things that I thought we'd do on the radio show this week, picking paint samples, picking paint colors was the last of it. <laughs> but let me ask you about when when she when she said needlepoint blue, uh-huh. and then she went to see serpent, serpent blue. Uh-huh. When I look at those blues, I think those could be dated in another 10 years don't you have to pick something because i listen i'm old enough to remember 1976 and everybody and their sister had spirit of 76 all over their house right 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 and those colors went out in a by 1981 bam they were gone those colors were gone i think there i think there's a lot of factors when it comes into picking uh, outside colors it's um neighborhood obviously if you're in a neighborhood yeah you're surround if you're not in a neighborhood you know your surroundings mm-hmm. um you know and there are classic colors for outsides of houses that just don't ever go out of style yeah. and i think blue is definitely one of them now whether blue's gonna look good on her style of house because mm-hmm. you you've got to stay within your style of house you know like you know if you you've, if you've got a mid-century modern house you don't want to paint it you know red you know you want to stay within a certain you know mid-century modern is just that it's minimal so a mid-century modern house needs to be a light color it shows more wood feature it shows more straight line simplistic right that's what you think of when you think of a mid-century modern house when you think of you know your mission style cape cod house then you think of those Williamsburg kind of colors, you yeah, know, the I do. blues, yes. and you know, and they never, you know, even that really pretty like 
blue-green color, you know, those types of things. So on that style of house, it won't go out of style. So if you keep your paint colors within the style of your house and your neighborhood, you know, and all of that, you're pretty safe until it's time to paint your house again. That's what I believe. And as long as the HOA doesn't mind. Exactly. You're okay. (laughs) But, you know, and there's always, everybody's got a story about that one neighbor who just for some reason decided that purple was his color. Well, I'll go through neighborhoods sometimes and I'll look at a house and I'll go, yep, they thought that was beige because a lot of beiges... When you look at it, you know, on the paint chart, if you don't see color well, you think it's beige. I see purple. And so I know when that is going to go up on that house and that yellow sun hits it. Yes, yes, It's going to be just as purple as it's going to be. That's why it is worth every penny to get a designer to help you pick outside or inside paint color. It'll save you money in the long run. Otherwise, young young parents will be driving through your neighborhood. And every time they pass your house, they're humming the Barney theme. Or have you ever gone by a neighborhood and the the house, they wanted a yellow house, but it looks like the sunshine found its way onto your property. Yes, yes. Like it is so bright. Because on that paint strip, it doesn't look (laughs) like that. But you've got to take into consideration what the natural light's going to do with it when it hits it. And that's what people, well, lots of times people don't see color right anyway, but I they have don't no take idea into, what you're talking about. Yeah, in other words, you know, I see undertones of colors. Like yes. when I look at them, you know, you might see beige, and I'll look at it and go, well, that's beige, but it's got a little green undertone or a yeah. little purple yeah. undertone or a little, you know, um, orangey, yellowy undertone. I see that. Not everybody sees that, right? You know, so, yes. I, you know, people look at me like I got, you know, five ears or something, you know, when I say that. But so when I'm picking a paint color, I can see those undertones and I know what sunlight or the different lighting in your house is going to do to it. Can yeah. you talk to my neighbor and about their electric blue house and yeah. get them to change? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> electric, you know, blue. electric blue. Yeah. It's like a really bright blue. Well, it happens. Yes. <laughs> you know. All right. Telephone number 919-860-9783. Rhonda Benvy Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors. Also, Brent Burns, who is uh, the construction manager. If you want things torn out, taken down, and rebuilt. Custom made. Custom, custom, custom. We can do that for you. Telephone number 919-860-9783. Making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Making your home great, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF. Rhonda Benby Plummer of Help Me Rhonda Interiors, along with Brent Burns, her construction manager. And we're talking colors, which is, you know, uh, not the easiest thing on the radio, but we're talking about, you know, when somebody is picking out a color, Rhonda, I have no perception of what you're calling undertones. Right. A lot of people can't see the undertones. That's why people get so freaked out about picking paint. Yeah. Used to paint wasn't a big, it wasn't a big deal. You know, okay, you paint it, mm, if you don't yeah. like it, just paint over it. Yes. Well, it's not so cheap to paint these days. You yeah. know, paint's gone up. You know, if you're not painting it yourself, the labor has, you know, gone up a lot as well. So, yeah. you know, you want to make sure you're getting a color that feels good. Painting a little swatch on your wall does not tell you anything. It just doesn't because you're you've gotten it you've got it beside 
you know, of a, a color you're getting rid of. So you're not getting that true, true tone. For about a year, my daughter had three stripes mm-hmm. on the wall in the sunroom. Right. She had one color and another color and another color. She had painted on there. Is that the way you should pick out color? No. No? And, how, and, how do you do and it? The reason, and the reason for that is, you know, every you got four walls in a room, most rooms anyway. You got four sure. walls. You got windows. That color is going to look different on every wall, depending on how the light is coming in. All you, right. in you, if you have agreeable gray or accessible beige in your house, just like what your wife was saying, yes. was it looks different. You know, depending on the light and the way the light's coming in, which wall you're looking at. I mean, you can look at two perpendicular walls and the color look totally different yeah. just because of the way the light is shining on it. So I always suggest to people, if you are one of those that has to put it up on the wall, then you need to put it up on the wall where it's not touching any of your old color. So maybe you have a small wall somewhere. Just paint okay. the whole small wall. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. court. You're going to buy a court anyway. Sure. Just paint the whole small wall so you can really get a feel of what it looks like because you, you can't when it's up against that old color. You need okay. to see it on the whole wall so because the, it makes a difference. The paint swatch, that little square you get from the paint store, uh-huh. that's useless to me, isn't it? It's, it's my world. It pays my bills. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that... That whole thing, just bringing that whole thing and then just taping it to the wall. Right. That doesn't make it. It, it doesn't on most people. You know, so like I said before, it, it's like hiring a professional, somebody who knows paint colors to come into your house. Right. Is worth every penny. Right. Like I can come in and pick paint colors for your whole house, a normal size house in less than an hour. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. take long. And when I'm doing that. I know how the light's coming in, and I'll, And if you make an appointment with me yeah. and you want paint colors and it's a rainy day, we're going to be rescheduling. Really? I, yes. I need to see the sun, how the light comes in your house. You need to pick paint in a sunny, sunny day because the yellow of the sun changes the paint color. It changes it. It's like, it's like think about art school when you were little and you added yellow. Yeah. You know, yeah. you changes your color. It's the same concept on paint colors. So I won't do paint consults on, on cloudy, yucky days. It needs to be a sunny day. And so just, yeah. just getting somebody to help you with those colors, because I'm looking at, you know, what's in your house? What are the accent colors? Yeah. What you know, does your artwork look like? You know, are you planning on getting new furniture? You know, if you are, you know, what, what colors are you thinking about? Are you changing? Are you remodeling? You know, because sometimes I've had people call me in on paint consults and they go, well, we're going to be starting our remodel in our kitchen yeah. in, um, in a couple of weeks. And I'll go, yeah. well, have you picked your countertops? Have you picked your cabinets? No. I'm like, then you're doing things a little backwards. We need to do that first and then we'll pick your paint colors. Right. Because right. that does make a difference. And if they have not, they have not picked their colors, but they're renovating their kitchen. Mm-hmm. What conversation are you having with them at that point? Are you saying, you know, help me, Rhonda Interiors could help you with this? Right. In other words, if if they're they know they're wanting to do it, and they didn't know maybe I did remodels or whatever. Yeah. If they don't have anybody helping them, then of course, yeah, I'm going to tell them that I can do that. I can draw it up. I can do everything that they need to be done but you know there is a rhyme and a reason to the way that you pick things out when you're doing a remodel or even decorating your home you know and i've I've done it so many years i've come up with the thing that you always pick 
this is the best rule of thumb for yeah. anybody. Yeah. Always pick the things that you have less choices of first. Mm. And if like you what? sit there and you think about it. I mean, my Brent, appliances? Brent, you're in this business. Yeah. So if you sit there and you really think, because I don't even know if I've said that to you before, Brent, and we've known each other for a long time. It, if you sit there and think about it, it makes so much sense. Like if you if you go and, like I've, I can't tell you how many calls I've had on people that have gotten so discouraged because they're building a house and the builder had them to go pick tile first. Do you know how overwhelmed you are going to get if you go and pick tile first, yeah. there are 15,000 million pieces of tile, mm-hmm. right? But there's probably going to be two or three countertops that you like. Oh, yeah. And okay. there's only going to be so many cabinet colors to choose from in that cabinet line that you're so going I with. So I should pick first the... What you have less choices of. Okay. Right? And so that, you know, so when I'm building a house and picking things out... I make it a very enjoyable process for the client because it should be fun. It shouldn't yeah. be stressful. So I'm I'm making them stay in a certain order so that it is enjoyable and it all makes sense. Your website is helpmerunderinteriors.com. Mm-hmm. What number should we call if we want to get in contact with you? 919-263-9054. You will start with a piece of furniture and decorate the house around it or you'll start fresh fresh any anything they need and if we got to knock down a wall we're calling brent actually we're calling you call me and he's and she's calling brent right thank you yes appreciate it help me ronda interiors fm 98.5 am 680 wptf this is making your home great